time, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Um, it's uh, Pastor Ben and Thomas McClure here. And Are you Pastor Ben and I'm Thomas? How, how does that work? I was putting you first. You know, oh, I was just well, trying the, to... the first will be last, right? Yeah, going... yeah, something like that. Okay, like that. going, um, going yeah. all ecclesiastical on us this yeah, morning. absolutely. Well, is that yeah. even a word or did I just make one up? I Anytime think I think of Ecclesiastes, I just think of life is meaningless. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's, it's just everything, meaningless. Everything it's is meaningless. completely useless. Yeah. But maybe someday we'll dive into that one. Yeah. It's a joyful wonderful topic but yeah how's life that's good man we uh interesting weekend interesting christmas holiday did you guys before we talk about the happenings and the goings on of the christmas yes of the christmas season did you guys have a good christmas yeah yeah it was good we we were down in lexington uh for the few days before christmas we got away up to uh, ravenwood castle which was fantastic a little bit jealous i've done some googling of that since you returned it's like the nerdiest place i've ever been um, also, I'm, I'm going just saying, to there's a guy let on that a, slide. There's a guy on a skateboard, just on an electric skateboard, going right past the window on ice. That was amazing. That's, that's the that, dumbest thing. <laughs> that might be the greatest thing yeah. I've ever seen. We've had some weird experiences. This is completely off topic, but weird experiences in this room over the yeah. last few days with yep. huge Jeeps struggling to get up a not overly icy road and just like <laughs> sliding down the road backwards. That was some entertaining gosh nice viewing wasn't it weird things are happening um but yes so christmas is great uh, the snow was great it was really nice i think this is like my second white christmas ever we don't really get a lot of snow yeah. back home it's so. first one here since 2010 i believe really so it's been it's been a little while yeah. uh, for us also yeah so it um it was nice for sure yeah you know so but yeah we got down to lexington spent some time with the family and as hectic as ever, but it was it was good. Yeah. What about yourself? Anything going on? Oh well, you know it was it was eventful. Uh, right. know, the Christmas Eve service here, I think, uh, apart from the people who played a role as far as an instrument, a vocal mm. a presentation, someone running computer sound, something like that. I think we had um, eleven additional right. people, uh, all because at around two three o'clock. You know, yeah. on Christmas Eve, it started snowing, and I mean, it started snowing, yeah. uh, and it was it was bad uh, to yeah. the place that, um, without going into detail, uh, my girls and I uh, had to depend on some some rides to get right. home, uh, and then Christmas Day we we spent at the house uh, with no vehicles, which was fine because we weren't going anywhere anyhow. Yeah. With the, well, I think just have we, an, uh, even better excuse to stay in. Exactly, relax, exactly. Yeah. And I think we ended up getting around nine inches of snow at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was a beautiful white Christmas. We were warm. We were well fed, um, blessed, blessed beyond what we deserve. And uh, you know, it was just it was a good holiday. I mean, it was eventful, yeah. but it was good. I was really glad you guys were all able to get back on Christmas Eve because it was a. It was a little stressful. It was a touch and go sort of yeah. looking moment, but that's all right. Yeah, we right. get there in the end. Yeah, but and then yeah, on Sunday we we finished up our um, role players yeah. series, and yeah. um, which has been I've really enjoyed it as far as Christmas series go. Um, you know, I think it's probably been one of my favorite Christmas series that I've been a part of mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I mean, I've, as I've said a couple of times, I always worry that they just become the same thing every year. But this is a nice. <clears throat> sort of different approach on things which mm-hmm. I was refreshing yeah. <laughs> you know, different characters all that kind of stuff um, and we wrapped it up looking at Simeon yeah such someone I never really paid much attention to yeah such a interesting mm. uh, and just fascinating story with Simeon yeah we uh, we covered 
You know, Simeon was a very devout Jew. He was mm-hmm. part of the remnant of Israel that was still looking for the Messiah. Right. Uh, the majority of the nation of Israel and the Jewish people had kind of abandoned that, mm. which... Which is probably still true today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we're nine months into a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And just in nine months, we've seen kind of the gravitation to and away Mm -hmm. uh, from the church, Mm -hmm. from Christ and and that relationship. So I think in the span of 400 years, I could think, okay, that makes a little bit of sense if we're talking about human nature here. Uh, But he was someone who was very much uh, looking for the Messiah. And, and having his hope. Yeah, and you actually started out by saying that he was probably more in line with the Old Testament leading to Messiah than Paul. Oh, probably yeah. a better believer. Yeah, I made the statement Paul. that I believe that he was, uh, as far as uh, being a man of God, mm-hmm. uh, from birth to death, I rank him above Paul. You know, mm-hmm. nobody really cares about my ranking system, right. but in my ranking <laughs> system, I would rank him above Paul. Right. You know, Paul who wrote 13. Yeah. Uh, epistles books in our New Testament, who is one of the um, most iconic figures mm-hmm. in the Christian faith. Um, Paul did not start well, right? You know, he he was a religious man. He was a and a Jew, and but he was one that persecuted. He was not looking for the Messiah. He right. he persecuted those who believed in Jesus. Simeon was a man that, from all indications that we have, anyhow, that seems from from birth to death, that was a very righteous and devout man, and that's that's yeah. kind of the you know there's about eight scriptures right. in that passage that mm-hmm. that where we find the story of Simeon, and that's two of the descriptions that we find that he was righteous and he was devout, and it also uh, we were told that the Holy Spirit had showed him somehow, some way, uh, that he would not die mm-hmm. until he saw the Messiah. Hmm. Uh, so that's, there, there's a level of righteousness there and a level of piety, I think, right. in the life of Simeon that probably goes under the radar far too often mm-hmm. because this, you know, I kind of use the terminology on Sunday that it was almost kind of like a blip on the radar, if, if I can use that mm-hmm. loose terminology in reference to the Holy Spirit. Um, but it's like there wasn't a whole lot of communication between the Holy Spirit and believers, mm-hmm. especially at this time. Mm-hmm. And then we have a direct communication, right? You know, between the Spirit and Simeon. Yeah. And 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 he did. He saw the fulfillment of that. He uh, met Mary and Joseph in the temple. Uh, was able to hold baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, at that point, you know, he breaks into what's known. I'm not going to try to do the Latin, um, but he breaks into what we know as Simeon's song, mm-hmm. and he basically just says, "Man, I can die in peace now. Right? I can die in peace. Right? Which is sort of where you in in your sermon. And, and if you weren't able to be there yesterday or the online, the we had some problems with the online thing again that we're we're working through. But uh, it's, it's back the up. bane of my existence. It is. It is. It's it's horrible. But we're getting there. Uh, but it is up online. So if you haven't heard the whole sermon, do go check that out. Yeah. Um, we sort of finished it off talking about that that thing of, um, well, now I've seen Christ, I can die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. You know. Well, and the most fascinating thing to me was a couple. Well, was it? it was a couple services ago. It was mm-hmm. last Sunday when we talked about Herod, the arrival of the Messiah seemed to amplify in Herod's life his dysfunction and those control right. issues and the depravity 
and the mm-hmm. sinful nature that he had in his heart seemed to be amplified right. by the introduction of the Messiah into the mm-hmm. story. With Simeon, it's it, it's kind of polar opposite. You know, we have a righteous, devout man before mm-hmm. the Messiah, and it seems like you know because Herod was doing everything that he could to retain the power and keep control of that, and the Messiah was a threat. And to Simeon, it was the exact opposite. The Messiah was a fulfillment. Right. You know, and so it seemed to amplify dysfunction in Herod's heart, but it seemed to amplify the righteousness mm-hmm. in Simeon's. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, it was basically, he was just making this statement of, okay, I'm good now. Mm-hmm. My life is complete. What else? I mean, where could I go up from here? Right. I'm ready to die. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Not many people say that these days. I, I don't think you or I say that. <laughs> no, I mean, just, no. just to be honest, I mean, we're we're leading a church, right? Um, and we still have these bucket lists of things that, yeah, yeah. I want to be with Jesus, but man, right? If if I could, if skydive before yeah, then, just just or, give me just give me a few more things. Yeah, yeah. I would I would personally like to see grandkids. Right. You know, Rachel, no rush. Right. At all. Right. We're fine, but yeah. you know, at some point, I would like to see grandkids. Mm-hmm. And I actually find that as well, especially like. You know, in, in your early 20s, you find so many people talking about, like, you know, oh, yeah, I'd love for Jesus to come back, but if I could get married first, that'd be great. And then if you actually take apart those sorts of statements, you're actually saying marriage is more important. Yeah, well, and or, I think hidden in those statements, we find Herod. Yeah. Because yeah. we, you know, we need we to ta- hold on to our exactly. little kingdoms. Well, that, it's the, K. which kingdom are we building? Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that there's so much of that in our hearts that may even be unbeknownst to us. Mm. Um, did you like the King James that I just went into there a little bit? Unbeknownst. There, yeah. unbeknownst. I don't know if that's King James or not. We're gonna we're gonna make it. Sure. King James this morning. Yeah. Um, but the new Ben James version. The new Ben James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new Ben James. First Fleshalonians. That's yeah. where that came from. So, <laughs> um, wow! How quickly. How quickly I derail here, um, but I think that all of us just have so many areas of our lives mm. that we are self-serving, right. and we serve our own kingdom. Mm. And um, and some of those areas are very overt, and we know that, right. and we're unrepentant of it. Right. We may try to mask it, but that's what we do. But then there's other areas yeah. that uh, that I think really need to be revealed, which was one of the parts that I mentioned on Sunday but okay. didn't get to go too deeply into let me turn yeah, let's, yeah. let me turn to Luke chapter 2 here yeah because you were saying just before this a lot of the stuff that you chopped for time was within the song oh yeah there's Which, there's so much of it um, you know it, it says in Luke chapter 2 verse 35 talking about you know Jesus uh, says so that the thoughts from many hearts may be revealed hmm. uh, just that exposing you know Jesus exposes things in our hearts, mm. inevitably. We may be able to hide them from from people or right. for a season, but at some point, it's going to be revealed. Mm-hmm. And the whole time we think we're hiding it, right. it's not hidden from God. Right. But what's in our hearts will be revealed out of the abundance of the heart, mm. the mouth speaketh. That right. is King James. Okay, there you go. So... Yeah. Um, there's this revelation. Jesus pulls back to reveal uh, so many different areas, and our hearts are one of them. 
and and that's what Simeon was saying here. It's like, yeah. listen, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And actually, that verse goes on to say, "And a sword will pierce your soul to your own soul too," which doesn't sound pleasant. No, and he's <laughs> he's speaking directly to Mary, right? Right there in that right. uh, because in in most Bibles that's in a parenthetical state. That's in okay. parentheses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because 34, before that, it says, And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mm-hmm. mother. So he's talking directly to Mary right. here. Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel mm-hmm. and for a sign that is opposed. And then he puts this little side note in here. This is a personal side note to Mary. Mm-hmm. And a sword will pierce through your own soul also. Mm-hmm. He's referring to what Mary will endure at the mm. time of Jesus's oh, death and his, mm. um, you know, conviction and his persecution and and that mm. the, the, all of what we're getting ready to recognize during the Holy Week. Right. Um, so yeah, he's talking directly right. to Mary here, which is such a good news, bad news right. kind of right. thing. It's like, hey, this kid's awesome. Yeah, it's really going to stink at some point, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. That's um, one thing that I did enjoy about, not the only thing, that, that made it sound like I didn't enjoy anything about Sunday morning, but yeah, no, the, that's one, fine. one of the things that... Hey, he's revealing I, hearts here, no, folks, that's what's go. happening. Something, well, you, uh, on a different podcast that we were talking about, Mary, did you know it came up? And it's come up, <laughs> it's come up quite a lot over the past few days, um, and you brought it up on Sunday. Spoiler alert, yes. Right, just sort of, um, of like, yes, she knew. I settled that debate. Hopefully, right, right. once but, and for all, so we yeah. can quit playing the song. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, which also Daniel, who was running sound, <laughs> well played, Daniel White, decided to well use played. that as our outro yeah. song, which is yeah. perfect. But, but you know, it, it is one of those things of like the disciples knew the scriptures, mm-hmm. and but didn't fully know that Jesus was going to be the humble king. Right. Do you know what I mean? And oh yeah, they didn't have a clue. Right. And that was one of those things of like, did Mary know? that he was going to die and be a humble king. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe not. I mean, this is one of those things where Simeon clearly knew this is not going to end well for Which Jesus. is another indication of his level of relationship yeah. with Holy Spirit. Yeah. To have that that knowledge of the scriptures because that's a huge thing in the New Testament of like the scriptures being revealed mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Um and that like the Old Testament was a mystery um to so many people. Um, you know, and and I, we still find this today. Like sometimes I'll read a passage one day, and I'll just be reading words, and then you know I'll just I'll walk away and be like, oh, that was fine, and then I'll come back the next day and I'll read a passage that'll you know I'll maybe pray or have this moment of like God reveal something to me in these scriptures or like can you speak to me through these, and the words just hop off the page and all these other little things stick out of like wow look at the significance of these this phrase or that phrase. And mm-hmm. There's clearly something that the Spirit has done in Simeon of revealing the scriptures in yeah. the Old Testament to fully yeah. know that, you know, a sword will pierce your yeah. own soul too. Like, he knew that Jesus was going to die and what she was going to endure and all this kind of stuff, which the disciples who spent years with him didn't even figure yeah. out until the end. There's there's a study that I really want to do in a series that I really want to present here at some point, and it, it may happen in 2021, I'm not for certain, uh, but from shadow to substance or something right. similar like that and really taking a look at not only the major prophecies mm-hmm. and foreshadowings of Christ that we're somewhat aware of mm-hmm. 
but all of these little intricate ones that unless are pulled out and we really do some some right. deep diving on we miss it but you look at it and you go that's incredible right that is yeah. I really want to do that yeah, uh, to say that. here's here's what what it said in the Old Testament here's how it was fulfilled you right. know and that's right. just fascinating thing well anyway we sorry we ended up on a bit of a rabbit trail there I, I like but, it um but yeah so uh, you were talking there verse 35 was the other what what else did we have to chop for time we talked about um there was nothing that really got completely cut out right. uh in in my recollection anyhow i can think of a lot of things we didn't dive mm. you know headlong into that we very easily could have um and that last statement in his song in simeon's song which mm-hmm. is verse 32 a light for revelation to the gentiles and for glory to your people israel mm. You know, again, Simeon having this insight of understanding what Jesus would tell his disciples and all the other people, and mm-hmm. then when what Paul would go on to later right. write in great detail about is that you know he not only came for the Jew, mm-hmm. but he also came for the Gentile, mm-hmm. because the nation of Israel's mindset was completely and totally that it was going to be for them, right. the Jewish right. nation, them only, and then they had a distorted view. Mm-hmm. of exactly what Jesus, you know, the Messiah was right. going to do right. when he got here. But here's Simeon, this, and, and, and from all indications, there was really nothing significant or special about Simeon that mm-hmm. would have caused someone to pause during this time and go, oh, there's yeah. Simeon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a very common name. Uh, we're not told anything about his beginnings. We're not talk, told anything about his life before this. We're not told anything about his life after this. Mm-hmm. But yet this man, as we look at these things, has such a depth mm-hmm. of revelation in his heart and such a depth of relationship with God that he's seeing these things and understanding these things. And even in one of the most, this may be the pinnacle of emotional moments in his life. Mm-hmm. Think about that that time. You, Thomas, you listener, think about one of the more emotional times in your life, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be good or bad emotion, and think about how clearly that you're thinking in those moments. Mm-hmm. It was some, it, it's like a whirlwind most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Um, but here, in probably one of the most emotional moments of his life, because what he's lived for, mm-hmm. what he has been so patiently waiting for his entire life, is now happening, but yet he has the depth of understanding, revelation, and knowledge through his relationship with God that he is, it, it, it's still fresh mm-hmm. in his mind that, hey, I've, you know, and, and the entirety of his song is, verse 29 says, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word, um, for my eyes have seen your salvation. He understood that it was more than just a messianic king to come and restore mm. the nation physically. He understood that there was salvation coming. Right. Uh, and that goes back to, let me turn a few pages back here. That goes back to the very end of the Old Testament uh, with Malachi, or for you more world-traveling type people, Malachi, the Italian prophet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad, bad joke, but I love it. But that goes all the way back 
to one of the last words in Malachi before the 400 years, and that's Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. says, But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall rise with healings, with healing in its wings. And I just, you know, for him to understand that this salvation has come mm. indicates a lifetime of dedication and depth of relationship to God mm. and this patience of waiting mm. on the Messiah. Yeah. And that's one thing that we've talked about as well of like, you know, this is within the 400 years where, you know, God wasn't doing a whole lot. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, known as the 400 years of darkness or silence or whatever that is. But for someone to be alive in that period of time and to have such a deep relationship with God based only on his word shows a huge significance of like, it's important. Like yeah. you can have a, you, I mean, some people get dreams and visions and, and intimate relationships physically with God in that, in that way that's just seems so much more special than what another person might experience. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that we all have access to this book. Um, you know, whether if you have any access to the internet, you have access to the whole Bible. And here's a guy who was living in, within the period of, of darkness. Granted, the Holy Spirit reached out to him at one point to, to tell him about that he would meet the Messiah. But his main source of relationship with God was the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was more than enough to get him beyond anything that I will probably experience with regards to faith. Yeah. You know, um, and one thing you pointed out on Sunday actually was that he uh, talked about the, the Holy Spirit was on him. Mm-hmm. And you pointed out this little difference of like, yeah. like that's really cool and fantastic and great. But the whole fact is now that Jesus left and he said, it's better that I go, that the Holy Spirit may dwell in you. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole different level of, opportunity for relationship yeah yeah and that that was one of those things i said it was kind of splitting hairs and i really didn't have time to get into it because what we see we see in the old testament that the spirit of the lord comes upon people right uh and a lot a lot yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that's what is referenced here Mm -hmm. Uh, and then in the book of acts you know luke Mm -hmm. same gospel writer wrote the book of acts you know, he records in Acts chapter 2, and then we see in Acts chapter 4, and, and so on and so forth, these moments of uh, filling mm. with the Holy Spirit. And we're, we learn that you know when we uh, give our hearts to Jesus Christ, we repent, uh, we, we turn ourselves towards him, uh, we're commandment uh, to the ordinances, and we're, you know, we're, we're obedient in baptism, right. then there's this filling, this mm. indwelling that takes place. And... The, the difference is if they were filled in the Old Testament, most of the time it was just coming upon. Mm-hmm. If there's a reference to a filling, then it was a, the, the Spirit came and then it departed. Mm-hmm. Whether it was in or upon, mm-hmm. it, was, it was momentary, however long right. that moment lasted. The results were very similar. Mm. You know, it, but they were... What's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't common in the right. Old Testament for those things to happen. Even though we see it recorded quite a bit, if you look at it over the course of history and the timeline, it, it, it wasn't common. And it was very specific to a person or a smaller group mm-hmm. of people that experienced that. So the difference is, is now that there's not only an indwelling, but the Spirit came and remained. 
That's whenever the heavens parted and the Spirit descended upon Jesus as a dove, the Spirit came and remained. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the same thing that happens with us Mm -hmm. when we're indwelt with God's Holy Spirit. The Spirit comes and remains. Uh, It doesn't come in, set, and then go back. Yeah, it's not, oh, I have another job to do over this person. Right. See you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is part of your life. This is part of your sanctification that mm-hmm. process it's always in you pointing and pushing you well it's it's the spirit of god and the work that jesus fulfilled and hadn't been done yet in the old testament so there wasn't a a state of justification mm-hmm. that um that we lived in mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. so god's presence couldn't dwell just because the justification hadn't taken place mm-hmm. you know jesus hadn't come and fulfilled his work for mm-hmm our sin as our high priest in that one that one time one one for all sacrifice mm-hmm. it was a year by year by year by year thing in the old testament so the presence right. couldn't remain the holy spirit couldn't remain right because that atonement permanent atonement of christ hadn't taken place yet mm-hmm. yeah no that's cool and um, another thing in that verse uh, verse 32 uh, a light for revelation to the gentiles and the glory uh, of your people, Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the Gentiles. Yeah. Like, we are I, not Israel. Right. Correct. That's something that I always, not not that I forget, but like I need to be reminded of all the time. And it's just that mentality that we have, especially in our Western culture of I'm the main character. I'm the main character of the story, obviously. Obviously. The Bible's about me. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm like, I'm the Gentile. Yeah. Like I'm the... Literally we're we're the, the outcasts. Yeah, we're the extras, like, attendees. Like, we're literally right on the very fringes of the biblical story. But it's such a blessing that we are now in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that we can be brought in as part of it all. And that, I mean, that hops all the way back to Abraham. Um, I think something Paul says in Galatians is uh, that uh, he reminds people that all of the, all nations will be blessed through your family. And that was something, you know, through through the, the family of Israel and through the Jews, which was God's people, mm-hmm. eventually there would come a time where the blessing would pour out to all the nations, which is, you know, we're living in those days, um, where we can be a part of God's family, despite the fact that we're not part of his original yeah, it just line. it just goes to show you like we're getting ready to start into a study in the book of Ephesians. Yeah. In mm-hmm. Ephesians 1, chapter 2, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, we're Gentiles, mm-hmm. but yet Christ still died for us. Right. Uh, and that just goes to show you God's love for mankind mm. uh, and and the fact that whether, we're, whether we are bloodline part of it or not, right. he, we're still his creation. He loves mm. us so much that he was willing to die for us. Yeah. That's grace. Yeah. And mercy that yeah. uh, that we do not deserve. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's always it is always a humbling reminder of like, no, we're just we're the Gentiles. Yeah. And that's okay. And yeah. that's and that's fine. You know, yeah. Um that's one of the reasons I love Paul. He talks a lot to the Gentiles. And mm-hmm. as a Gentile it's nice to yeah. <laughs> be spoken to in that way. <laughs> but um yeah, I I yeah. I really enjoyed looking at it. Were there any other major areas that were shortened or chopped or we had to cut down on? Hey, if you want to go back at any time and read Leviticus, 
you mentioned Leviticus actually. Yeah, then you can go. Uh, you get a deeper. Humbug. You get a deeper understanding of verses twenty one through twenty four, mm. um, and that's uh, that gives you uh, some some law, some expectations of both the eight days of you know after eight days the circum- circumcision of the male child. Mm-hmm. That also gives you the forty day purification window uh, mm-hmm. for the mother for Mary, as we were talking about in this story. Uh, and and it goes through all of those ritualistic cleansing mm. moments, mm. and it's just riveting, mm. riveting reading. Well, I mean, you pointed out something that I hadn't thought of in that, which was um, clearly Mary and Joseph weren't completely impoverished, and um, that I'd never thought of before. Just um, no, they weren't they weren't sacrificing bulls or or calves or sheep. A you um, in this right, um, which would be the high tier. Yep. Um, yep. sort of um, social standing or, or economic standing, but they weren't at the lowest Correct. tier, which was the flower, which mm-hmm. is what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we see in uh, verse, where is it at? Is it 24? Yeah, uh, offer a sacrifice to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Mm. What it's required, if possible, was a, a ewe, a lamb, right. you know, mm-hmm. a, a spotless, you know, or the best yes. that you have. Mm-hmm. If you could afford it, mm-hmm. if you couldn't afford it, then mm-hmm. it was either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, mm-hmm. which is what Mary and Joseph mm-hmm. were able to offer. There was a there was a rung, an economic rung, rung even below that. Mm-hmm. That if you couldn't afford even the two birds, mm-hmm. that you could give an offering of flour, pure flour, yeah. without anything in there. Yeah. So that's uh, you know they they were they were no by no means well off. Right. Uh, but they weren't completely impoverished. Right. And these sorts of things, these aren't these aren't like groundbreaking theological things. Mm-hmm. It's just nice little things that we can like, yeah, learn yeah. about scripture and like the little ties between just depth of scripture. Yeah. Man. Just yeah. I mean, one of those things that a, that a, a book, you know, spanning what, thousands and thousands of years of being written, has this cohesive storyline and and ties and little notes between it. Yeah. Um, from New Testament to Old Testament, you know, it's just, it's cool. All the way through. It's yeah. for the for the Bible nerds. There are people who get excited about that kind of stuff. Shadow to substance, man. Yeah, exactly. Shadow yeah, to yeah, substance. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm good, um, man. Yeah, it's just, I never know whether it'd be like, what else you want to go through? But yeah, no, that's, I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed this study. Um, it's been, it's been a fun one to go through. I'm really excited about the upcoming year. Yeah. A year in the book of Ephesians. Yeah, um, and, and like I said, I tried to bring a, a sense of peace or a sense of calm that comes with that because if you start taking six chapters and you, you make a statement that you're going to journey through the book of Ephesians in a, in a year, right. then you know people's eyebrows immediately kind of One shoot up. One verse at a time. Exactly. <laughs> Which... Yeah. Line I, by I line. I don't put past you, to be honest. I mean, Listen, I could do it. I could so <laughs> <Yeah>. easily, so <laughs> easily do I, it. I can't. I, um, I can't do that. But, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to take the year of 2021. The plan is now. It's mm-hmm. subject to change. You know, right. we don't have everything right. figured out. 2020 has revealed that to us. Uh, right. But we're going to be taking at least six months mm-hmm. off and on um, and going through the book of Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because... Uh, I think if you're going to build a church, if you right. had to pick one singular New Testament book or a, a writing of Paul to build the foundation mm. of your church on, it needs to be Ephesians. Yeah, and we'll find out why. Yeah. And even for a church that's been established for a long time of just keeping ourselves accountable to what the church should look like. Yeah, because it's almost like Ephesians is mentioned in Revelation chapter two. Yeah, yeah. I really, I, 
I hope we do get to dive into that one as well. It's it's an interesting one and it's so relevant for today. Absolutely. I'm excited about it. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and we'll hopefully chat to you again next week. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, next year. Bye. <laughs>